Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by methamphetamine. Appreciate you guys hanging out. We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. The time is 3.40, and the only reason I'm late is because of technical difficulties. Shout out to everyone who chose to tune in live. OG Cybermaniac, Day Day, Hunk Boy Fresh, Roll Fast Joe, 308 Jetto, Cybermaniac, WP Gutter, Cam, Guy Just Day Day, uh, Guy Just Day Day, Late Bloomer, Griff, Keith, Day Day again, Cybermaniac, Late Bloomer, Guy Just Hunk Boy Fresh, Piggy Malone, Keith Skates, I appreciate you guys for hanging out. I started this podcast thinking I would not have anything to talk about. Might be a short podcast, might be a long podcast. Let me start off by talking about what I did yesterday. Yesterday was the Super Bowl of skateboarding. (laughs) I'm not lying. I'm not joking. There was a a big fashion, like, trade show convention yesterday. And uh, one of my buddies has a pretty, pretty successful, like, clothing brand. And they set up a skate contest in the middle of the trade show. And they called it the Super Bowl of Skating. And what it was, uh, I'll show you guys pictures on my Instagram. It was a field goal post that you jump through the field goal post. And then you either go down some stairs or you jump through the field goal. And then you land on a box and you grind down the box on your skateboard. And then also on one side was a bunch of little inflatable footballs, which if I could explain this to you guys, when I say a bunch, I mean probably 80, 90, 100 tiny palm-sized footballs, like little things you'd get in like a Happy Meal. But they stacked them on this, like on these stairs. So for the photo, you'd have a bunch of footballs in the frame. But every time the skater falls and the skateboard lands on the footballs, they all bounce, and then they all go everywhere. So there's 100 footballs. Every time someone falls, footballs go flying everywhere, and then someone cleans up the footballs, stacks them back back up right there on the stairs for the next person to fall down, and then all the footballs fly everywhere. So I was doing that. Um, last year, I showed up to this event, same event, and they're like, uh, hey, do you want to be a judge? And I was like, yeah, I'm a great judge. I show up there. They didn't want a judge. They wanted me to be an announcer. And I said, well, I don't, I'm not prepared for this. I, I, I can be an announcer, but I wasn't, oh yeah, I wasn't mentally prepared to be an announcer. I was like, no, I'm not going to fucking announce. I thought, I thought I'm here to judge. So I'm there with like my sheet of paper, you know, like writing down names and shit, like who did the best tricks. Cause all it is, is a big, a big best trick contest. And then when it came time to decide the winners, I was like, hey, I got my paper. I think, uh, I think it should go in this order. And everyone's like, who are you? I'm like, uh, the bro that runs this shit, Dustin, told me I'm the judge. He goes, no, nah, we're the judge. And I was like, okay, uh, then why Why does my email and my social media, why did it say that I'm here to judge? Like, I don't know, but we're the judge. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, first off, do you think I give a fuck? About this little skate contest? No. Second off, if you if you want to be the judge, be my guest. I'm not getting paid to be here, okay? I, I showed up for a beer. I'm out of here. This year, they uh, they said just come by and film. I was like, good, because I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this judge bullshit again where, where, where I, I'm the judge, but then I'm not the judge. Also, also, how am I the judge? And I have everyone's name written down. 
And then they go, uh, like, who won? And then he goes, I think that guy or uh, wh- which guy did the kickflip back tail? One of, was it you or you? That guy won. I said, oh, not like, nice judging. Wow. Good thing you guys fucking got the, uh, got the nod as far as being judges. Didn't even bring a piece of paper, you fucking assholes. Anyways, uh, same thing. Same event happened uh, yesterday. And the event was great. A lot of great skaters. Although, uh, let me explain the obstacle again. You have to jump about a foot off the ground to go over the field goal post. And then you go over that into the box. So you have to be able to pop. And that knocked everybody out of the runnings. Um, not to make a joke, last year Jeff Wan Song was there, and I think he got like second or third. He did some type of double pressure bullshit, and uh, everyone, you know, they they liked it. He won or whatever. L- luckily, I was not judging. <laughs> he got the win or whatever. But if he would have showed up this year, it'd be impossible because you have to jump one foot off the ground just to do the trick. Just to get to the ledge or to get to get over the stairs, you have to jump a foot high. And a foot doesn't seem like much, but uh but it it, it is. You know, popping a flip trick over over that's can be difficult. Also, you gotta think, uh, it was a three day event. So some people competed Tuesday, you win like a hundred bucks. Wednesday you win like three hundred bucks, and then um uh Thursday was like the grand finale, you win a thousand dollars. Uh, also, I'm I'm skeptical if anyone got a thousand dollars. I'm wondering if it's like a thousand dollars worth of like store credit, <laughs> you know. But whatever, somebody got a a good chunk of change there. Can can we acknowledge like can we acknowledge skateboarders getting paid for landing tricks? I love that idea. I love that Thrasher does these events, and now uh, yesterday the event was run by Official Genius. I appreciate. Oh, you're skating really well. Here's it doesn't have to be much. Here's twenty bucks. You did a really insane trick. Here's 20 bucks. Uh, here's 100 bucks for doing a trick I've never fucking seen. I like that idea for a, for a best trick contest or even like a jam session or whatever. I think it's, uh, I think it's healthy. And I also, I like the idea that some like, like contest sponsor, some brand is giving you money. And for me, what that means is the brand is acknowledging not only the skateboarders, but the community. The brand is saying, hey, we sell skateboard clothing. We make money off skateboarding. If it's not for you skateboarders doing the skateboarding and wearing the skateboarding clothes, then we wouldn't make any money off this skateboarding brand. So since I made money off of skateboarding, here's my thank you. Because you have all these all these brands, I've seen them year after year after year. I've seen skateboarding go through so many phases it's cool it's not cool it's cool it's popular it's not popular it's cool and i've seen a lot of people like casual like oh i kind of like skateboarding let me start a skate brand and you'd be surprised how many of these brands kind of take off for a couple years you know we talk a lot about skateboarding skateboarding owned businesses or whatever skateboarder owned businesses but that's they're they're not always a lot of time it's a guy that kind of like his son skateboarded for a few weeks and he like kind of was into it, but he has you know some extra money, some extra income. Pressed a bunch of decks for whatever reason, it blew up locally, and now this this guy who's never stepped foot on a skateboard owns you know the the, the biggest popular local brand. And I've seen that happen time and time again with uh, decks, with clothing, 
with uh, with photo websites. You know, this guy took a couple of skateboarding photos. Now he's like the premier skateboarding photographer here, but he doesn't really care about skating, can't name any tricks. I've seen that time and time again, and I think the easiest way to to sort of distinguish the the real from the fake, or or at least the appreciative from the unappreciative, are the the tricks for cash. I think it's really cool. You know, they're acknowledging, hey, you know, I'm giving you money because I'm making money. And the reason I'm making money is because you exist. And it, it's not necessary, but it's it's a nice, like, gesture, right? Anyways, the Super Bowl of skateboarding was fun. Um, the, the level of competition, because the obstacle was so awkward, it made the level of competition seem lower than it was. You show up to some of those events, like last year, a, a dude did a hard flip back Smith down like a 10 stair rail. And you go, wow, what a crazy trick. Like you mentally, like you write that down on paper, hard flip back Smith down a handrail. Wow, that's crazy. This this year, the winner did a cab back tail, a fakie cab back tail. So he did like a 270 back tail. And you go, that one best trick? Like, that's it? But then you got to think, yeah, well, going fakie, you had to jump over over a field goal post, then get into the into the ledge, and um, you think, well, cab cab back tail, like what the, okay, who cares? Like, okay, motherfucker, you, I have to explain the obstacle to you now. But also, I mean, what's the difference from that? And then trying to explain what a double what a double pressure flip is. So, anyways, overall good event. Another thing I noticed is uh, since you're jumping one foot off the ground. These guys, these young guys, it's a young man's game. They never get tired. If I jump one foot off the ground, like I'm not saying when I was younger, sure, I could do that all day long, but it's impressive. It's impressive e either way. These guys are skating for two, three hours. Every single trick, they have to leap off the ground. These days, I do that 30 times. I have to take a fucking Epsom salt bath. I have to go in an ice bath to shunt the blood out of my joints so that I can maybe heal in time for my birthday. Like, there's, I'm not jumping, I'm not jumping out over some shit fucking a thousand times. Then again, for the money, you know, I'll, I'll do anything for some money. At that point, by the end of the contest, I'm jumping under it. I'll, I'm, I, I'll start doing hippie jumps. By the way, I saw someone, okay, again, I'm describing the field goal post. Somebody did a nolly varial flip. The skateboard went under the field goal post. Their body went over it and they landed it mind-blowing uh i saw that on instagram when i was there whoever did that trick wasn't there when i was there but that would be uh that would be quite a sight to see anyways yeah these guys they're jumping and jumping and jumping their legs never get tired uh met some i, I imagine some younger guy named uh yako <laughs> sold me some fucking drugs no i'm kidding yak <laughs> so funny to name like the nicknames are so funny then again when i grew up there was people named ping and chon chon Ping's going for the melon and Chon Chon's sitting on the ledge. We all had weird nicknames too. Anyway, this guy Yako, man, I filmed him last year and he was just, he had the best style out of anyone. And then this year he skated again. Guy showed up late to the contest, showed up with like 10 minutes left. I think he got second place because he just, he just did the best tricks right away. Landed him first try. Anyways, I was talking about these skaters. Their legs never get tired. And uh, if you guys have been watching my, uh, my live streams here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. We stream Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, thir Thursday, and Friday. Um, I've been doing squats. Why have I been doing squats? Well, number one, I want to be harder to kill. Eventually, 
I will either die from old age or I will be killed or I will die in a car accident, but I want to make that as hard as possible for the world, for disease, or for the murderer that's going to kill me. I'm going to make it as hard as possible. And right now, my my the little things that I'm doing to prevent that from happening is I'm doing squats. Uh, the other reason is because when I skateboard, my legs get so tired. Uh, my legs are the first to fatigue. So I'm doing squats uh, pretty much every day. I'm trying to do like – I'm only holding like a 10-pound weight or maybe like 20-pound weight and I'm doing, you know, like 20 squats only. So I'm not I'm not like doing Olympic powerlifting squats. But I'm, do, I'm trying to do something to uh, to keep my legs from fatiguing and it's been going good. But the first day I did it, I swear to God, I was sore for probably 10 days. And you're like, oh, like what did you do? You squatted what, like 200 pounds? Like you, you squatted like 200 pounds and then you, you took a break, squat another 200 pounds set of 10 no motherfucker no no i squatted like 20 pounds 40 times i couldn't walk for eight days <laughs> i don't like I, I don't feel like i'm weak okay i know i'm getting old but i don't feel like i'm weak i feel like like strength wise i'm still like i can still hang but for some reason dude the soreness i felt was unmatched. I, I couldn't walk. You guys saw me on stream. I would get up from my little lawn chair. I'd be like, oh, God. Eh, oh, God. And I'd sit down. Oh. And that's not just my normal old man noises. I make old man noises all the time. Mostly they sound like this. <laughs> that's, that's usually my old man noise. But also my, my knees crack. My feet. I can never sneak up on my dog because my ankles... Every step that I take in the morning, it goes. If I'm tiptoeing, I still crack. I don't know if that's from skating or if that's just like a genetic thing, or maybe everyone does that. Does everyone crack when they walk? If I if it's if the house is dead silent, no heater on, no air conditioning, no TV on, I cannot sneak up on the dog because I'm cracking everywhere I go. Anyways, what was I talking about? Squats. Yeah, we're doing squats. I don't know where that topic was going. Uh, started talking about how, cr- how, how cracky I am. But uh, the squats, I'm hoping will help. I've been doing pretty good at staying um, staying consistent with the squats. So hopefully we can keep that going. What else do I got here? Oh, yes. Yesterday, after the Super Bowl, after my squats, I, uh, I had a coupon for Carl's Jr., the old rusty Carl, and um, I was like, you know what? I I was gonna drive by an In and Out, but it was 4 p.m. and I was like, dude, I'm not fucking with In and Out right now. I'm not going in that place. It's gonna be a bunch of fucking people in line. Oh my god, just everyone looking around. Place is gonna be packed. The drive-through's gonna be terrible. Nowhere to park. So I say, you know what? What's the next best thing? Good old Carl Jr. I say, you know what? I have is some Carl's Jr. coupons. God damn it. This one expired already. But I have Carl's Jr. coupons. So I looked at there, and you know me, man. I'm really frugal. I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking, I'm not going to the Carl's Jr. I'm not spending $10, okay? All I need is something to get me through the day. And I, I have food at home, but I want a burger right now. I've been eating kind of healthy. Tried tofu this this week. Tried tofu? Oh my god. You ever had a tasteless marshmallow sandwich covered in fucking salt and pepper? Oh. 
Avoid at all costs. Or, or find someone who knows how to do it better than me. I bought... First off, I didn't know the portion control of the goddamn tofu. I got a big brick of it. I was like, a, a brick of tofu? It was this, this is my meal, I guess. Chopped it up, started to eat it. I was like, oh, fuck, this is enough for four people? Why did I make so much tofu? Also, why does it have no flavor? Well, it takes on the flavor of what you put on it. Okay, cool. I put on I put the flavor of buffalo sauce on it. Now I have a tape. Listen, I bite it. I taste the buffalo sauce, but then I also taste the nothing. It's it's interesting how nothing nothing can be something, right? You can't you, you taste something it tastes like nothing. And you say, "Oh, like like there's no, like there's nothing that it tastes like?" Like there's nothing you can imagine that taste being like, "No, motherfucker. The the taste of nothing is a taste. There is a taste called nothing, and it's not a wonderful taste. It and I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying the absence of taste. Okay, let's get, let's be clear. I'm not saying the absence of taste. I'm saying it tastes like nothing. The, nothing is a taste. You, the absence of taste would be water. Oh, that's water. Tofu doesn't taste like water. Because then I would say it, it, it's absent of taste. It tastes like nothing. The taste of nothing. Pissing me off. So what I ate was, on the outside of the nothing, I go, mm, buffalo outside, nothing inside. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I go to Carl's Jr. I use my coupon. I was very surprised at this one coupon. I was very frugal. I looked at each one. I said, which one is the best deal? This one, I must buy a drink. I don't drink soda. This one, I need to do this. This is only jalapeno poppers. I need more. So I looked at all the prices. I was like, which one's going to get me the most price saving? So I landed on the Superstar. The Superstar is bun, lettuce, tomato, onions, two burger patties, two cheeses, and whatever sauce they have, boom. I got that fucker, it was this big. That motherfucker was huge. And I paid $3.99 for it. So I thought to myself, oh, $3.99, like, fuck. Like, kind of expensive, but not too bad. Then I go online, I look how much it is. If if you don't use the coupon, $8.50. $8.50. I saved $4.50. And you know what? The burger was fine. You know what? Also, that Carl's Jr., I don't know... I don't know, like, uh, the vibe of most Carl's Juniors is. <laughs> most Carl's Juniors. I don't know the vibe, but this one was dead. I walked in there. There was nothing. There was no sound. There was no music. There was no, like, elevator music. There was no pop music. There was no hustle and bustle of the kitchen. There was no fries shaking. There was no bags crumpling. There was nothing. It was a silent it was, just, it was somebody must have died. It was it was the there was the one the one minute of silent respect for the fallen soldier. Nothing. I go in there. They're like, what, what, what would you like to order? I said, uh, this. Talk to me like this. What would you like to order? And then the the dude behind the counter started licking my ear. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so so anyways, I get. The, <laughs> so I get the uh I get the superstar and then I got a chicken sandwich for three bucks. Got out of there with eight got it out of there for eight bucks and I had a humongous meal for eight dollars. Love that. Love that for me. But uh the coupons are the coupons are the truth. If you also by the way, if you guys don't have coupons delivered to you daily, I really would like the rainforest to continue growing, but these fuckers they put they put Probably, if I saved it for a month, they probably put two, two or three pounds of paper in my mailbox that I'm never going to use. 
like furniture, like furniture coupons. Well, I have plenty of furniture. If I want furniture, I'll go fucking get furniture. Uh, you know, like like groceries. They're not they're not even coupons. They're just grocery deals. But they're not even deals. The price of the groceries doesn't change. They just put a big giant red like bunch of like spikes around it, yellow. It gets this major deal. I'm like oh, ch- chicken thighs are still are still two two twenty nine a fucking pound. Okay, cool. I, I knew that. You didn't. It's not a deal. That's what they are. Anyways, um, I get a lot of that, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm jumping topics so hard today. Anyways, I was saying, go on, go online, get the coupons, uh, get the apps, whatever, dude. It's it's a great way to save some money and eat a little bit of nasty food. Uh, I don't mean nasty, but like it tastes nasty. It's nasty for your body. Speaking of food, though, let me tell you guys what I'm gonna do after the podcast. After the podcast, I'm going. To a lovely destination called Tacotarian. Tacotarian is um, kind of like an upscale Mexican restaurant here. I think there's three or four of them. I think they also have locations in San Diego. Let me read to you guys. I know I'm going to make you hungry. Let me read to you guys what I plan on ordering. I'm ordering three tacos and and beans and rice. Or maybe three tacos and I might do a, a tortilla soup. I don't know yet. Listen to this. Mushroom asada, taco, portobello mushrooms, chili powder, onion, cilantro, gluten-free. Now, when it says mushroom asada, that means there's probably, there's no meat. I don't care. I love mushrooms. I'm going to try something new. Second, the Dorado, deep-fried mashed potato, cheddar, lettuce, pico de gallo, crema. Dude, still, I still, no meat. Still no meat. I'm not going full vegan, but I'm getting out of my comfort zone trying this new shit. I'll, I'll eat some other. I'll get the chicken tortilla soup. I, I, got, I got to kill an animal today somehow. The third talk I'm going to get, the Baja. Fried beer battered avocado. Bro, they're going to deep fry an avocado? That should be illegal. Cilantro lime slaw. Not the biggest fan of slaw. We'll give it a shot. Guac and pico. So they're going to they're gonna beer batter the avocado fry it then they're gonna crush the 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 mother and father of that avocado in front of its child crush it into guacamole and then add it to a taco dude the menu is is insane i only bring this up because i have nothing else to talk about (laughs) speaking of that there's a restaurant here called give them okay ultimate white people restaurant name give them something to taco about which I think might also be like a joke from the office. If it's not, then it should have been. Give them something to taco about. And it's a taco restaurant. You know what I think might be like a hit is a food truck for white people tacos. And uh, obviously you wouldn't call it white people tacos. You'd call it like tacos gringos or something. You'd come up with something clever. But your taco truck would be known for lettuce and and uh lettuce and tomatoes so obviously you know you have pico or you have salsa no 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 white people don't do it like that they just do it with the with the really really love they really love the hard tacos white people love the hard tacos white people love the the lettuce lettuce on tacos is something and then just the diced tomatoes i think it's i think it's a hit I think people would see that and they go, oh, oh, look at that. Isn't that cute? I, I would love a white people taco, right? Also, 
if we're talking about really, really white people, especially like old white people, going up to a super Mexican taco truck can be a little bit intimidating because, you know, they might, they might speak to you in a language you're not familiar with. White people tacos? Oh, no, not, not at my taco truck. Good evening. What? <laughs> good evening. What may I serve you, my good man? <laughs> what? What? It would be my pleasure. Uh, and one for the lady. <laughs> oh, I'll, uh, you could use a tomato, young man. Oh, is that your son? He's so big and strong and handsome. He's going to need a carne asada. No, not carne A meat taco. Well, well, what's carne asada? No, don't worry about it, kid. You can't afford it. You want carne asada? Go back by the dumpsters over there with the other taco trucks. Go down the road. Turn left. Don't come back. <laughs> Derecha. No, izquierda. Go down the street and turn izquierda and come back. You Don't ever come back, you little bitch. He's a puta. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What what are we talking about? Oh, tacos. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'll give you something to taco about. God damn it! Uh, all you can eat buffet, motherfucker. All you can eat a knuckle a knuckle taco. <laughs> <laughs> Two for the price of one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, anyways, the menu for this taco place looks great. <laughs> All right. Would you guys like a chance to win free Ninja Lifestyle stickers? We give away stickers on this podcast every single Friday, and they're free. This is the only podcast in the world that gives away free Ninja Lifestyle stickers Every single Friday. Even though every time someone wins, they usually don't even claim the prize. Today's question is probably one that we've repeated before. What is the world's largest bear? First one to type it in the chat room is the winner. What is the world's largest bear? This bear can stand over 10 feet tall went on his hind legs, and five feet tall, went on all four legs. They weigh up to 1,500 pounds. Females are about 20% smaller and 30% lighter than males. Rain Man says, polar bear. Polar bear. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hunk Boy Fresh says, Kodiak bear. Cam says, Grizzly. Love my toes. Says, polar, polar. Everyone said polar bear. Is polar bears bigger? Is Google wrong? Someone asked the robot, Fitnoid, what is the world's biggest bear? Anyways, on my screen, the winner of trivia is Hunk Boy Fresh. After the podcast, Hunk Boy Fresh, send me a DM with your name and your address, and I will send you your prize. I appreciate you guys for participating. We're all winners in some way, right? Also, if you donate money, I give, uh, I give away stickers also. You just have to remind me. Like, there's people who are like, hey, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but I won I won trivia seven months and two weeks ago, and you never sent it. Oh, did you send me your address? No, but you still should have known. Uh, bitch, what? Also, I get, I, I love this. I like it. I used to get this all the time when I did cake muscle giveaways. I say, all right, you're the winner. Send me your address. It's a, okay, uh, send it to, uh, 
3232 Washington Street. Uh, what? I, I sent you my address, idiot. What? What about your name? What about your city? What about your state? What about your zip code? I'm the idiot. And then you go, oh, yeah, my bad. Well, you called me an idiot. You called me an idiot? What if you got kidnapped? You'd never make it home. You don't know where you live. I'm the idiot. God, I hate, bro. If I told you that happened more than 50 times, you'd go, you'd call me a liar. You would call me a liar. No, no. You guys have never caught me lying, except when I said I went to game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. I lied only one time in my life. It, over 50 times. Over 50 times people send me an address with no name, no city, no state, no zip code, no nothing. And I think to myself, I, I wish I wish you'd get lost. You, you ever hear those stories where like, oh, uh, someone got amnesia, they hit their head one time and they, and they lost their parents and they reunited 30 years later. I go, oh no, that's I, I totally believe that. I go, I totally believe that. They probably went to the store to get candy, forgot where they lived, ended up in Mexico, and then created a whole new life because their brain is too stupid to know that, that the United States is separated into these individual, uh, I don't know what they're called, states. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Anyways, uh, pointless rant. Go ahead and send me your address. Uh, let's talk about meth. Two news stories today about meth, both of them in Las Vegas. I saw one of them on Twitter like late last night. I was just scrolling and I watched this whole thing about a kid that found a giant baggie of meth. And when I say giant, I think it was like a Ziploc bag of meth. Meth is like a super gnarly drug, right? Just in case some of you guys, English is not your first language. Meth is like a really gnarly drug that fucks people up really bad. They get badly addicted to it. And then they act really weird and they steal. They start stealing from their friends and they get skinny and then they go into psychosis and eventually they fucking die from getting hit by a car or, or something. Anyways, really nasty, nasty drug out there. So we're going to read this article. Uh, it, it's It's terrible. And uh, there's actually a video that goes with it, but we're not going to watch the video. Here is the article. This is from dailymail.co.uk. This is the heartbreaking moment. Hold on. Let me see how long this is before so I can skip through the different parts. Okay. Here it is. Scrolling up. Um, this is the heartbreaking moment. A sobbing nine-year-old boy handed cops a massive bag of methamphetamine he found under his mom's nightstand. The youngster locked himself in the bathroom inside the family's $400,000 Las Vegas home, less than 20 miles away from the Las Vegas Strip. He FaceTimed his father, who then called the police. When the officers arrived, the child tells them, I just saw a couple of bags, pulled it out. That's when I knew what it was. Police confirmed there was more than 100 grams, 3.5 ounces of meth in the bag. It took place July 2022, but the body cam footage was only released this week. Kendra Long, the child's mom, was arrested on charges of drug trafficking and child abuse. Thank you. She told the cops she was not aware of the drugs that were located in her home and posted the bail, blah, 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 scrolling down. Anyways, 
She did this thing too. She's like, I don't even know what that is. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what that is. And I get it. You know, you want to play dumb. You want to play dumb as long as you can. But bro, no one's ever, like, I don't know what the real story is, right? Like who am I to judge just based off this, this website? A lot of people were speculating that maybe it was planted by the dad. Maybe it was planted by the dad or something. Like the dad didn't live there, but maybe it was planted by the dad and the dad wanted to get the mom in trouble or something. Sure, possible. But for you to be, for you to have a bag of meth in your nightstand, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to believe that you could be that, uh, that, that you would have no idea, right? Anyways, uh, we're here to check on your son. Seconds later, the boy wearing a backpack is seen on the video stepping towards the officers and handing them a plastic bag filled with white powder. The boy is dressed in a short, the boy, the boy dressed, what is this? The boy dressed in short and a t- Gabriella, who the fuck wrote this? Who wrote this? Oh, show yourself. Show yourself, you coward. Won't even say who wrote the article. My God, who wrote this fucking article? By Ruth Bashinsky, you dumb bitch. Just AI is going to take over. AI is going to take over. They'll never spell fucking words wrong. The boy dressed in what should be short. The boy dressed in short and a t-shirt with no shoes on is seen clutching his iPad and appears shaken. The second officer asks, hey, what's going on? I'm Officer Hansen. Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> Are you scared? What's going on, man? Do you want to take a seat on the bench? He tells the, his mother tells the officer, he's had my phone in the bathroom for like an hour. The boy's mother tells officers, I have no idea what that is. He just handed it to me. Okay, I don't know. Is this your child? Yes, he's my baby. He's been in the bathroom for an hour, literally an hour. The officer holds up the bag and sets along. He was showing Tony this stuff he found in the house. I don't even know what that is. The officer says, I don't know either. 100 bags of meth. The other officer is seen outside the home trying to console the boy who is sitting on the bench crying. He probably feels like like he betrayed his mom. He knows it's drugs. He knows his mom is probably on fucking drugs. Anyways, uh, Officer Hansen asks, what did you find inside the house that made you scared? The boy said, drugs. The officer asks, do you know what drugs look like? The boy said, yes. As he sobbed, take some deep breaths. I saw a couple of bags. I was curious. I pulled it out. I knew what it was. You thought it was drugs, like on TV and stuff? The boy said, yeah. In the video, officers appear surprised by the amount of meth that was found. Anyways, going on, uh... The mother gets cuffed by police. The officers tell the youngster they're proud of him. Why do they keep saying youngster over and over again? According to the Link's, no, Link's Longden profile, according to Long's LinkedIn profile, she specializes in property management and is the owner of a real estate brokerage firm. So it seems like you have your life together. Why so much mess? I don't know. She was sentenced to probation which prosecutors said she violated. She was also sent um, to an inpatient drug treatment program. During the legal proceedings, um, prosecutors showed text messages that revealed 
Long was dealing drugs from her home while her son was present. One of the texts says, sure, I'm home. You want a $100 bag or half? The boy's parents are divorced and the child is under the father's care. Good. What a fucking terrible story. Oh, your fucking child, dude. You have a nice house, a, a nice job, probably a drug addict. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Next story also about meth. Oh, well, this is my, this is the menu. Next one. Las Vegas drug agents seize 70 pounds of meth after dealers mistakenly provide some for free. What an odd headline. Let's read. Drug agents seized more than 70 pounds of methamphetamine and arrested four men after the group mistakenly provided undercover officers with several bags for free. Four men face charges of conspiracy to distribute a controlled substance, distribution of a controlled substance, and possession with intent. Okay, whatever. In January, a DEA source informed investigations. Some guy was allegedly selling meth in Las Vegas. That month, an undercover officer purchased three pounds of meth from that guy. The transaction occurred in a parking lot in the South Valley. Uh, the agents drove to the meeting site. Guy gave him the drugs. The meth weighed more than 10 pounds instead of the agreed upon three. So he was only supposed to get three pounds. He got 10. In a text, uh, Villa Nueva responded, It was a bad understanding. And I don't know why the driver brought those 10. But don't worry about it. You don't owe me nothing. I got it. What? Like, I'm no drug expert. But first off, what, what a deal. <laughs> what a great deal. You, you order three pounds of meth, you get 10. And you, you, no one even, you don't even have to pay extra. What, what is that about? I don't understand. Anyways, in February, an undercover agent coordinated the purchase of 60 pounds of meth with uh, Beltran and Villanueva once again arrived at the meeting site together, separate vehicles. Uh, they removed a suitcase from a car, a duffel bag. The two men placed the items in the back of the car. DEA arrested all four men. The meth transferred in that sale weighed more than 60 pounds. So they, they, they again, what, what? These drug dealers are giving you way too much meth. Also, it's funny, like the first time they tripled it, what if they were like, yeah, I want 60 pounds? Hey, hey dude, my bad. I know you only wanted 60 pounds of meth, but here's 180. <laughs> Keep it. It's on the house, man. Appreciate you. Breaking Bad. Um, Actually, we're going to talk about Breaking Bad <laughs> right after this topic. Walter White would never. It, would be, it wouldn't be a gram over. It wouldn't be a milligram over. Is that a, is that a type of measurement? A milligram? Can you imagine? <laughs> How much meth do you want? Oh, man. I can only afford about a milligram right now. You got me? <laughs> what would that even look like? like it's just one little, one little speck. <laughs> a little grain of sand. There you go, dude. It's on the house. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, the investigators found out an extensive cross-border Drug Network is funneling enormous amounts of meth from Mexico to Las Vegas to be trafficked and sold. Drug cartels begin their work 100 miles away from Las Vegas in the depths of the jungle in the Mexican state of Sinaloa. Is that the jungle? They're making meth in the jungle? 
Maybe they are. Who knows? Smugglers often can get meth across the border by hiding large amounts of drugs in plain sight through staffed crossings. Border Patrol agents and the DEA have found meth and other drugs stashed in the axles of cars. Well, good. A lot of meth. A lot of meth stories today. So, moral of the story is, if you're, if you're a bad mother, you, you, you should go to jail for longer than you did. That bitch got off with probation. Listen, I'm not perfect, right? <laughs> I'm not out there selling meth. I'm not perfect. But I can tell you this. If you have a child in your house and your child can access 100 grams of meth, someone in the chat room said earlier, I, I was reading you guys, uh, they said, what if the kid thought it was candy and then your kid fucking dies because you're a piece of shit? You're out here selling 100 bags at a time, like 100 bags, 100 grams, whatever. Like... You have a business, you have a job, you have a very expensive house. Like, wh- what is it? What is it with these people? They just want to be, you want to be a criminal or do you hate your kid? You, 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 like, like if you don't want to have a fucking kid, give, give your child to the, to the father. He seems like he was interested in the child. Kid finds drugs, calls his dad, says, dad, you know that psycho bitch you used to fuck? Man, she had a ton of meth here. I'd be like, man, bro, I'm coming over right now. I'm picking you up. You're never going to see her again. That dumb bitch. I hate that story. Okay, moving on. Uh, final topic of the day. I started re-watching Breaking Bad. This has nothing to do with like the meth stories today. I just happen to be re-watching Breaking Bad. Everyone says Breaking Bad's the greatest show ever made. Watching it for a second time, sure, I see the appeal. I liked it a lot the first time I watched it. But as I'm watching it the second time, some of the dialogue in some of these stories are like cartoony. They're they're almost cartoony. The the entire character known as Hank, who's a DEA agent, like the <laughs> I, I don't know what happens at the DEA, but I know that I know that you don't walk into your job like early in the morning and go Hey, what up, child molesters? You fucking losers! Let's go catch some drug addicts. Hey, hey, fat ass. Get those papers on my desk, stat. <laughs> How's your mom? I fucked her yesterday. All right, you guys ready? Chop, chop. Let's go Let's go get some bad guys. No one fucking talks like that. No one, no one go, <laughs> like, like at work, no, look at the ass on that fucking dump truck. Hey, Sally. Hey, hey, tell HR to suck my dick. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right, Hank? I'm like, bro, what? No, like, I get it. You're, you're exaggerating the characters, but I, I would like to believe the story could really happen. And when, and when something goofy happens like that, I would like to believe that I, I want to suspend my disbelief, right? I want to pretend that this is a story that could happen. I want to believe it's based on a true story. But when you have characters that are so over the top, it kind of kills it for me. And I'm only in season one. Wait till I get to the later seasons when they, when Gus, the, uh, the pollo chicken guy, the, the chicken, the big meth dealer start, starts showing up and he just, he's like all proper and the, the, everything's like, he runs a chicken restaurant and owns a billion dollar meth fucking, oh, I don't know, man, whatever. It's, it's corny. The show is corny. I'm going to continue watching it. But when I first watched it, I don't think I acknowledged how fucking corny the show was. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's very like highly regarded. Then again, shows like that have to be over the top. I really liked, uh, I hope I'm not saying it, Ozark. Wasn't that like a drug one too with, with, uh, it was like these rednecks and they were selling heroin or something. 
and uh, there's like a casino. Is it's Ozark, right? Ozarks or Ozark? I, I might be saying it wrong. Anyways, kind of a similar, um, similar corniness. I feel like I'm calling it the wrong name. What what is that show fucking called? Someone in the chat room. I I love them when I say what is the show called, and the, the the chat room the chat room is flying by for 45 straight minutes. The chat room is flying by, fly, zooming by, conversation after conversation, comments after comments, and then I ask, hey, what is that show called? That's Super well known, and every single one of you, every single person in the chat knows what it's called, and then the chat gets dead. It's dead. Not one thing is typed ever again. My God. Ozark, thank you. Fuck. Anyways, that show, that show is also, um, that show is also very corny. Anyways, I'm going to go back. I'm going to finish watching Breaking Bad. Anyways, that's the whole podcast. That's all I got for you guys today. We made it, what, 45 minutes? Go ahead and give me a oh, hell yeah, so I can shout out everyone who tuned in. If you tuned in late, don't worry. The repeat of the podcast comes out on Sunday on iTunes, on Podbean, on Spotify, on YouTube, on, on any podcast app. It's everywhere. You guys can check it out. If you tune in late, it comes out early in the morning, early in the morning on Sunday, we, uh, we do this podcast live every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. I appreciate you guys hanging out. I appreciate everyone who supported, which right now, as I look at my alerts, is no one, not a single dollar. Don't worry. You don't have to send money to me. You don't have to support me <clears throat> with money, but I prefer money because I can spend it on things like beer. You know what I mean? You go to the bar. You tip a dollar. Here, here's your drink. Oh, here's the tea. Keep the change. Sometimes it feels nice to keep the change. All right? But if you don't have any money, that's fine. I'm always begging for money. You don't have to send money. If you don't have any money, I get it. Joe Biden economy, eggs cost 40 bucks for one egg. I understand. What you can do is support the podcast by telling a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast and it will grow. Right now, we probably have, what, 10 viewers, 15 viewers. I'm way more entertaining than than 10 I'll tell you that right now. Thank you, Fitnoid, for the $1. I'm glad I have to guilt trip people into supporting the podcast, but I'll, I'll take what I can get. Uh, I appreciate all you guys for hanging out. Shout out to Late Bloomer, O Grizzly, Cam702, Piggy Malone, Guy Just Late Bloomer, iBookBoy, Love My Toe, Fitnoid, D-Trick, Fitnoid, Day-Day, OG Grizzly, Day-Day, Guy Just, Day-Day, Piggy Malone, iBookBoy. I appreciate you guys for hanging out. I hope everyone has a, uh, has a great weekend. Oh, I didn't even tell you guys about my little Super Bowl party. I went to the Super Bowl party and I ate um, tacos. Oh, that's the story. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? I'll see you later. Anyways, I appreciate you guys for hanging out. We upload on YouTube uh, five videos a week. Follow me on YouTube. We stream here on Twitch on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. We we do it all. I'm doing. I'm 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 killing myself for the entertainment of the people. Of the people. So uh, as I always say, hope you guys have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Have a great week at work. Make some money so that you can give that money to me. And as I always say, don't drink too much, but don't drink too little. Hey, uh, tell that fat bitch in uh, in HR she can suck my dick after I go bust this guy for selling meth. <laughs> Am I right, asshole? <laughs>